Welcome to It's All About the Pasta, where we dig into the drama so that you don't have to. We uncover the latest controversies, explore untold stories, and deep dive into the world of pop culture. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to It's All About the Pasta, and back by very popular demand, we have Ashley from Bravo Mom. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for taking your time out of your crazy, I'm sure, time right now with Bravo blowing up and getting crazy once again. (laughs) It's Um, a lot. I feel like there's so much going on in every direction. It's so hard to keep up. I have a Bravo group chat and I'm, I'm not even caught up in that and I'm not caught up in everything else that's going on, but I absolutely want to dive into Salt Lake City. It's just, it's crazy. And I haven't been talking about it because I've been waiting to talk with you. I know. I saw a couple of your TikToks and I'm like, oh God, I need to get off of this because I want to know like everything without already knowing it, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, it's weird because when Scandaval happened, that was the only thing. Like, I mean, there was a few little things with Bravo where I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But then once Scandaval happened, it's like, if there's not pure chaos, I'm sleeping. And right now it's, it's given chaos. Right before, I don't know if you felt like this, but right before the Salt Lake City reunions, even before the third one, I felt like things were pretty chill. Yeah. And then once it was like Vanderpump premiere that they released their premiere to like, you know, fans and cast and then the Salt Lake City final reunion. It's just been, it's been chaos. Yes. So I think it was like, gosh, it was before Marissa knew what her due date was. So it was quite a few um, episodes ago, Mm -hmm. but I finally got Marissa to watch Salt Lake City because she was like, I have no desire. It's so boring. I tried watching it. Like, I hate it. And I'm like, it's so good. And this was well before this drama happened. Okay. I'm like, just please watch it. Please watch it. Please watch it. So she finally started watching this season. And I was like, girl, this was definitely the season to watch because the reason I would watch Salt Lake is because you kind of got down from the drama. Like it was just very, just rich people. And that's what I like to watch. Yeah. Um, And then this season, I'm like, okay, I I did not expect chaos to happen at Salt Lake City because it's the calm of all of the housewives, I feel like. I'm feeling like I need a trip to Salt Lake City. (laughs) Let's go. I want to go so bad. I feel like I need a trip. I need to do all the things. These women have so many secrets, it seems like. Well, and also, because I I didn't know if you knew this, but I'm in real estate as well. Yeah, I did. I So, of course, I have to go and look up everybody's houses. Like, I feel like Monica, I'm, like, stalking them. Um, But houses in Salt Lake, I never knew. Like, I knew with the Real Housewives of Miami, that's expensive. Beverly Hills, of course, is expensive. OC is expensive. But Salt Lake, I'm like, okay, there's got to be some affordable houses. I'll just move there. No, there's none. Like, you can get – I mean, Monica's house is, like, 420000 I think, which is very affordable. But it's outside of Salt Lake City. Anywhere inside of Salt Lake City is, like, you're starting at a million plus. So I, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Whitney just listed her house for sale and I looked at it. It's two, like, I think it's two or 2.1 million. And I had no idea how big her home was. It's a six bedroom. Oh, wow. 
so many bathrooms, like super modern, just beautiful. I love her house right there on the water. You know, I don't know if it's a lake or what that body of water is, but I love where she lives. I'd imagine with Justin's um, new career and like the success of the show that she would be upgrading. Wouldn't you imagine? I would think so. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where, where she ends up. Yeah. Her house is. I mean, just from the recording, I haven't seen it for sale now. I want to get off here and go look at it. Um, yeah. But it looks beautiful, but it also looks like a track home. Is it track homey? Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, and that's pretty affordable, honestly, for all of the ones that I was looking at. I'm like, this is nuts. Like, you have yeah. to have money, money to live in Salt Lake. Yeah, you do. You do. I kind of want my older daughter to go to school in Salt Lake for college. Um because I think the people, anyone that we've met from Salt Lake or Utah, first of all, they don't like the show. They say it's not a good representation of Salt Lake, of yes. Utah, of the Mormon church, of Mormon, you know, people. Yeah. And they don't like it. I'm like, well, I love it because I'm a Bravo fan. But everyone is so nice and kind and like beautiful it's crazy yes my little brother is going to um school he's going to be a doctor and okay. he got into school in salt lake and i was like he's had he got into four different places salt lake's his last the last one he wants to go to how old is he he is one oh my gosh i should know this offhand huh 28 he's gonna does he have a girlfriend or a fiance or wife he has a girlfriend did he meet um, her there no, he, I have a he'll probably meet someone there. The girls are so beautiful and they're like perfect housewives, you know. Oh my gosh, I'm like, I want you to go so bad, but solely because I'm so invested, yeah, in Salt Lake. But yeah. I also have a friend that lives there and um, she's Mormon and she yeah. just she's like, everybody's so nice, they're so sweet, like, you, you don't have to worry. And of course, this is just like alleged. You don't have to worry about your kids going to school there. Yeah. Um, like it's very just homey and fun and nice, but everybody is gorgeous. She's yes. like, you you might not like if if you're going there to look pretty, it's like going to LA. Like you better be top. Oh, tier. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it's like off topic, but it's like the mom talk. Like the girls that are in the mom talk, they're very young. Yes. They have, you know, very handsome, successful. A lot of them have older husbands and these girls get themselves up and ready like to the T every single day, you know? Yes. And that's yeah. just like my friend. It's so yeah. crazy. Like, and she just had her third, third baby. So she has four kids, but one of them um, is her husband's. We're getting uh -huh. way off, off topic, but I love it. <laughs> um, and she like, I feel like she gave birth and just next morning woke up and was like I'm perfect again I'm like okay yeah. is it something in the water there like I don't know I'm but now I need to go I need to yes. go and check it out yes we will all have to make a girl's trip and go to Salt Lake that'll be so fun totally okay so you want okay. to talk about the reunion yes I do also want to get into Vanderpump really fast yeah um, we got to touch on it yes I talked to Connection Queen last week so she got to yes. give me a little bit of insight of of how it went but I do want to hear it from your voice as well yeah how was it so we're talking about the um Vanderpump Rules season 11 you already got to see the very first episode and we are all dying oh you want me to talk about it now just so, for yeah just for a quick second we'll it was it. really good it was really cool to be there 
Bravo always does a really fantastic job with any of their events. It's never something that has so many people that you're crowded or you're uncomfortable. It's it very much felt like surreal to be there, to be honest with you, because we're just walking around. There's James and Allie and Lala and, you know, like everyone is just mingling together. A lot of content creators, a lot of friends and family. We were able to have conversation. I had quite a long conversation with Terry, Katie's mom. We talked with Easton, Lala's brother and her mom. Uh, and we met Easton's roommate. It just had such great conversations with everyone, had great conversations with Allie and James. I really love Allie. We told them that, you know, we're really looking forward to this season. I personally haven't seen it yet. And I don't think it's really going to happen. This whole narrative of everyone's going to turn their back on Ariana. I could imagine, I could imagine maybe some cast members may be jealous of her success or maybe just, I don't know, like people rode so hard for her last season and at the reunion, I mean, you would, you would not think that we would be having this conversation today that cast members are like sick of supporting her, you know? Right. Um, well, I, I also don't think whenever I, we saw Lala say like, oh, I've never seen, you know, someone get cheated on and become God. I don't see it in the context of her actually meaning it against Ariana. I don't see that. Yeah, as- I think it was taken out of context. And speaking of things being taken out of context, I just saw a preview yesterday for Vanderpump. Uh-huh. A whole new preview commercial, something that I've never seen before. If my gardeners are here right now, I'm going to lose it. Um <laughs> that they're trying to spin this thing about Sheena and Schwartz and maybe kissing and they're trying to make it like a scandal of like the season. So it kind of makes me nervous. For one thing, I'm not buying into it. I'm very good at like reading between the lines and knowing that they're just trying to like make stuff up. I think she had to probably address it with Brock because we see him having a conversation with her about it outside. Did you see this preview? Yes. Well, okay. the one thing that, so going back really fast to you saying she had to tell Brock about it. Yeah. In, do you listen to Sheena's podcast? I do not. I'm not really a Sheena fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I am not necessarily a Sheena fan either, but I do like to listen to their sides because they're yeah. able to, I, I don't know how they're able to say a little bit about the show. Either do all, I. I don't which, either. Which is so annoying, but also I'm obsessed, so I have to listen. Yeah. Um, but she was saying that because a listener wrote in and said, you know, how do you and Brock get along so well all the time? Like, do you ever fight? And she said, oh, you'll see in season 11, we really like basically go toes. And obviously I'm not reciting it exactly, but yeah, she said that you're going to see a lot of them not getting along and a lot of like things coming into their relationship. Uh-huh. So that's the only part of the whole Sheena Tom thing that I kind of feel like I believe. Okay. But what do you think about it being Sheena's lookalike that they're talking about? I don't about? think it's that at all. I think they probably kissed like a long time ago and it was like nothing. Or or it could but I had heard them say that it wasn't the Sheena lookalike. I had heard that that was already debunked. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I had heard that that was debunked. I just don't appreciate them trying to like make up a bunch of like fake storyline drama. And I think it seems like that's what they're trying to do. And I, I feel like I know better than that, you know? So So that was my big thing with that. I'm like, come on. And, and 
how mad could they be if it was, you know, 10, 11 years ago before Katie and Tom were even married? It could be that kind of situation. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that as well. But also, I think they're more trying to rile up the viewers, obviously, with this. But and it would it would sure like it would rile me for sure. Like if Katie and Tom were together, that would be and I always have like this little feeling for Sheena where I I do feel bad for her a lot of the times, which most people do not because she is an idiot sometimes and gets herself in situations. Yeah. But at the same time, I do feel a little bit bad because she, people are very mean to her. But if that were the case, I would, I, I wouldn't be able to back up Sheena for anything like that would be, that would be the last straw because she's, she's done a lot, but she has not kissed her friend's boyfriend yet. So we'll, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I don't, I just don't see people turning on Ariana either. Like I just don't, I don't see that happening, you know? And I think oh. we're going to see her and Katie sticking by each other's side. And I think Katie's going to be the only one really loyal to her because I think she's the most loyal. I'm not going to say only one loyal, but the most loyal to her because Katie went through a divorce with Tom herself. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Toms were together so much that I just think it's just natural, you know? Yes. And sorry, I cut you off when you were talking about um, Ariana and people turning on her. I kind of feel like it's going to be more of the viewers, not necessarily turning on her, but kind of just getting over the whole Ariana um, being God, I guess, to quote Lala. Okay. Um, Because we've got like, we started from, I feel like children watching the show. Most of us. Yeah. And, um, and I feel like we, we rode for so many people on here that have done terrible things and then we've cut them off and we've stood by certain people and all this stuff, but it's like, Sheena's gone through some shit. Lala went through major shit. She still um, is. She's still it. Like all of these people, um, Stassi's gone through shit. Everyone, all of these yeah. people have gone through so much and not once did we go like, oh, give them a Broadway show, give them this, give them that. Not to say she doesn't deserve it, because I absolutely think she does. But I think just with viewers, we're kind of like, oh, wait, like, let's go back and think about Kristen. Like, Kristen got cheated on with Ariana. Kristen's a nightmare, though. She is a nightmare. Like, look what yes. Kristen did with Jack, So It's just like, I can't compare Kristen and Ariana at all, because Kristen, like, cheated on Tom, cheated on... You know what I mean? Like she, she Kristen yeah. is just as bad, if not worse, in my opinion, than Raquel, because you know what I mean? Like, look what she did to Sheena. I mean, not to Sheena, to Stassi with Jax. She That's did- another really good point. Like, and going back as viewers, we, we all had Kristen's side and, oh, we love Kristen. We want to see Kristen back. Da, 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 da. And it's like, wait a second. We are burning Raquel at the stake but we want Kristen back like I mean I'm I'm kind of in the same boat like I would love to see Kristen back but why like what in our brain makes it okay I don't mind to see Kristen back I think the thing that Kristen does well is she owns her shit and she'll stick around I mean she'll lie about it but then when it's actually found to be true she owns it. She apologized. She takes the slaps. You know, Stassi literally assaulted her. Um, 
yeah. I don't know. She just, she's true to herself. And I don't think you could really expect much from Kristen except for her to drink and cause chaos everywhere she goes. So it's not like she's, as Madison would say, she's not someone that I'm going to have a sleepover with at my house, you know? Yeah, I would not absolutely. trust her. I guess you just saying that made a lot of sense because um, with Raquel and with Ariana, they're these like very sweet or seemingly sweet, innocent people that didn't really want to be on the show necessarily. At least that's how we were kind of given the idea that Ariana really didn't want on the show. She just was the sweet, innocent bartender. And so that's how we expect her to be with Kristen. We expected Kristen to be Kristen because that's how she's always been portrayed. And like with with Raquel, my problem with her is even today with her podcast coming out, she does a lot of still blaming other people and I feel like I struggle because she went to therapy she sought out treatment which is amazing I'm so glad she did but she's Mm -hmm. still like blaming Bravo blaming Ariana blaming Tom blaming James blaming everybody rather than saying I messed up so bad and I don't know why I felt like what I had with Tom was more important and bigger and more special than what he had with his fucking girlfriend that he lived with, that they'd been together for nine and a half years. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I messed up and I need to work on myself. So anytime I put on her podcast and I hear this stuff, it makes me so angry. I had to shut off the um, third episode multiple times because I just felt like she was trying to put herself in a box of I have anxiety or I have um, social issues or I smile when I do this. Like it was, she's trying to make it okay. Yeah. She was trying to talk to the therapist like, oh, okay, is this why I do this? But she's giving the therapist. Yeah. Her like she wants, the she wants the therapist to tell the world like this is her. This is how she acts. This is this is okay for her. And it's like, yeah. you know what, that all very, mel- very, may very well be true, but it's still mm-hmm. like, I don't have to, I don't have to subscribe to you as a person. I don't have to listen to your podcast. I don't have to, you know what I mean? Support yes. you and create content about you and continue the buzz. Like, I'm just not interested in it. Yeah. And I was really hoping when I listened to part three, because I heard little clips of it. And I was like, okay, this is her time. Like, this is her time. She's going to come out with a therapist. She's going to say, these are all the things I did wrong. These are all the reasons why I want to ask for forgiveness. Like, I was really, truly expecting her to own it. And then the very first five seconds of this podcast, she's like, okay, so I'm talking to this therapist. Apparently, it's the only time I've met her, which I don't believe. Mm-hmm. You know, I just just met her, and she's going to tell us all the reasons why I have anxiety and all the reasons why it's okay that I smile. I'm like, are you kidding me? I like, would have rathered her have a therapist that she's worked with that knows her more than five seconds. Like, to me, it's like you, you could have picked up anybody off the street and said, okay, say you're a therapist, you know? Yes. You're an actor. Like, you go play the part. I just am not buying it. And I don't think she's genuine. And I think she lies. And I'm just not interested in in it. And I'm not. No. And I gave it it a big chance. Because, like I said, I honestly thought she was going to come around. And I felt like she had. I mean, her platform, I'm sure, is massive. Because people want to hear her say sorry. Just say sorry. Like, just 
own it. And then I feel like a majority of humans would be like, you know what? I can come on board with her now. Like I, if she were to just come out and be like, this was a huge mistake. I, yes, I got, you know, into this whole thing because of Tom, but now I need to own it. Like now it's me. And I think a lot of people would be like, okay, like, let's hear what you have to say. But I think it's, I think it's honestly more insulting than anything to Ariana that she's doing what she's doing because not only has she not really truly genuinely apologized once you Mm -hmm. apologize you apologize end of story you're not trying to make excuses you're not trying to have a therapist like say oh well she act like this because she has you know abandonment issues and latches on to relationships because she was adopted or whatever no you just fucking say sorry and that's it that's it. And yes, it's insulting. Ex- I find it incredibly insulting to Ariana. Absolutely. I'm 100% on board with that. It's it's just so sad. And everybody's like, oh, well, she has the right to have a platform as well. And I'm like, I absolutely agree. She does have every right, just like all of them have. But I just also feel like if she were to go back onto Vanderpump Rules, people would not give her a chance in the first few maybe even the first season, not really give her a chance to get her words in. But I'm like, if she were to go back and she were to own it and she would be like, listen, I'm just here to do an apology tour and that is it. Mm -hmm. I feel like we would all open arms to her. I really do. But my arms, well, I mean, everyone is, everyone's different. My arms were never open to her even before this. I didn't, I didn't didn't care for her. I thought it was like talking to a, a freaking brick wall <laughs> yes. I'm just not interested in her and you know I, and I never had been so to me it's no loss like James and her broke up she didn't have a place anymore and I really felt like Sheena clung on to her to have camera time and to have a storyline and the whole situation is so shady and shitty and I really do see like Ariana and Sheena are not close as close at all and Sheena's just an opportunist. Absolutely. Also, um, Connection Queen was saying that she seemed like Sheena seemed like she was very off and not really wanting to be there or something. Was that did you kind of get that feeling? Um, I felt like, well, here's my thing. I went into this situation to the premiere kind of like, oh great, because I did do a big video about Sheena after Sheena went on the podcast and was crying about how Uh. Ariana didn't understand how hard this was on her like I just lost it and I had it I made a TikTok talking about like how do you not understand how does Ariana not understand are you kidding me yeah and it like went viral it's like at 600,000 views or something you know yeah. And so everybody tagged Sheena in the video. So oh, I know, I know Sheena saw it. So when we were standing in line, my first encounter with her there, and I've seen her before at BravoCon, but for me, I'm not like fake. If I don't like somebody, I'm not going to go and like take a photo and smile and pretend, you know? Yeah. So when we got there, um, we were standing in line to see Lisa. And then Lala was in the line also and saying hi to us. And then Lisa left and Sheena walked up and we were next to go and and take a photo. And I told 
connection queen. I said, I'll take a photo of you. Go ahead. And she was like, no, no, you. And I was like, no, no, thank you. And I just, I'm not saying that like Sheena, you know, I think Sheena gets nervous in social situations with like fans and people. And she seemed the same way at BravoCon, but I had seen her a couple times. Like, you know, we're standing right next to each other. We're talking to James and I, she's right there. Um, but I took photos of connection queen with her and I just, I didn't say anything and I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, this could go so bad. Oh, I mean, what is she going to do? Like say something rude, go ahead. I don't really care. I mean, I've got it coming. I wouldn't be surprised, but she's very professional, but there's like 10, I just don't care for her. (laughs) Yeah, no. And, and most people don't, I could go either way. Like I, I don't know. I have no feelings bad or really good for her. I, I feel go, like I go, I have the same feelings like as you, like you could go either way with the entire cast, to be honest with you. Like some, some seasons I really like James. Some seasons I can't stand him. And I think he's such an ass, you know? Yes. And this I, season did James, season 10 did James so well yeah. because I, could not stand James in the beginning. He's not I, I drinking. Not he's not drinking right now. He says he's just Cali sober and he's just doing fantastic. I'm so proud of him. Oh, is he still not drinking? Yeah, he's not drinking. Oh, that is, I think it's good for everybody though, honestly. Like I'm on this new kick where drinking is just I don't not enjoy it. Right. No. And I feel like I should because you go out and it's like, oh, it's here. But it's, it's really nice to be Cali sober and I think I'm going to have to partake yeah yeah for sure I I that's my thing I just don't really enjoy drinking anytime I'll have like a drink or two even when we go to Vegas or go to a concert or go somewhere I'm like what was the point now I have a headache you know yes so absolutely it's, it's like I don't even need it I don't need it I don't enjoy it every single time I've done it the last few months very very rarely do I drink but every single time that I have, maybe three times in the past eight months, I'm like, why did I even do that? What's the purpose? Yeah. Yep. Every single time. Yeah. And also, it's. I think it'll be good for James because, like, with Lala, the last season that she wasn't drinking, I feel like was definitely her best season. Yeah. She got her point across. She was there when she needed to be. She wasn't there when she didn't need to be. Like, I feel like it was very good for her. So. Yeah. Totally. It's, yeah. So everyone, I think, is doing much better than, you know, everyone... I think this season's going to be better for everyone, even probably Schwartzy. Um, I am interested because I am interested to see because Joe was not at the premiere. And I, from what I've seen, it seems like Joe and Schwartz are no longer together. And I don't believe that they were ever together, like a boyfriend, girlfriend thing. I think, I don't ever believe that that was the case. I think, I think Schwartz was just like, you know, he liked hanging out with her. It was easy. It was convenient. Hooking up type of thing. Yeah. I don't believe that they were boyfriend, girlfriend, but I don't know that she didn't believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. I 100% know what you mean. Also, are you allowed there? Uh Are you allowed to say if she was on the first episode of the. She was not on the first episode. I did see a scene that I know. I did see a scene like a preview that I know that that had to do with her. So there's a scene you'll see it coming up because her and I talked, she would like call me and text me after she filmed and talk to me about it. Uh-huh. And she said that 
they were all together and Katie was just like coming at her and Lala stood up to Katie and Katie said, you're a lot. And then Lala, that's where you see Lala like screaming at Katie. Like you're always a fucking lot, you know? Oh. And so Lala was coming to Joe's defense and just basically saying like, hey, you know, we've accepted guys that you've dated. Like you and Schwartz are not together anymore. Like be nice. Yeah, she and no one said a thing. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. But she wasn't there, which I was surprised. I almost texted her to see if she was going to be there. But I was like, eh, I'm not going to even. You know what I mean? I'm just going to do that. I was going to say, why haven't you asked her personally? I would be all over that. I don't want to bug her. I don't want to. The last time I had talked with her was about when all that stuff was pretty big with Schwartz's hair. And Uh, I don't know. I don't want to reach out to her. And have her think that I only talk to her for Vanderpump stuff, which obviously, I don't know. I don't like using people. (laughs) No, I 100% get that. So I would reach out to her or she would reach out to me. And, you know, if I saw something that was kind of mean, I would say, like, are you okay? And then it would spark a conversation. And she would tell me things about filming and, you know, stuff that we could see upcoming this season. But, you know. I do hope that we see her quite a bit, though, because she seems like so much fun. She's such a nice, just like really nice girl. I don't think I've ever met anyone like her. She's just very free spirit. You know, she's a surfer. She's from the Midwest. She's a hairstylist. It's like she's this little unicorn. And you don't, not somebody who like really wants to be on TV. Like she's not super comfortable with it, you know, and so well, she I hope used to be friends that... with um, Kristen, right? Yeah, she used to be like best friends with Kristen, and then I think once she moved in with Schwartz, Kristen like cut her off, which is interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So it's like, well, Kristen, who are you? You know, you've slept with everyone. <laughs> yeah. For... No, she really has. I can't think of one person on the cast that she has not slept with. I mean, maybe I she mean... didn't sleep with Schwartz, but I don't know. Maybe. Ooh, that would be a. That would be very interesting. I, I never really think of Schwartz, though, as someone everyone sleeps with, even though he has cheated on Katie multiple times. I yeah. just think of, like, this wonderful teddy bear that everybody wants to be friends with. He's really very good looking. Like, he looks really oh good God. this season. Like, in person, I was like, dang, like, he looks good. So good. Yeah. I, he's definitely my hall pass. <laughs> my, sorry, bud, but... <laughs> And it's obtainable because he's always out. Wait, about, so. didn't you see him at Sir or Tom Tom and you didn't even go and say hi? Yes. What is Sir. wrong with you? That is like <sighs> your crush and everything, your hall pass. Like I would have been up there and been like, hey, you're my hall pass, just so you know. <laughs> so much is wrong with me. Also, that night I was very intoxicated. Oh. The only person I ended up talking to was Jax, and it was not a good conversation. Oh, why? But- so we were, I don't know if I, I thought I told you this already. We were in line to the bathroom. It was slammed. It was when James was DJing, but he wasn't like the DJ yet. Okay. That, that wasn't like a storyline at all. And um, Jax was like three people ahead of, um, or three people behind us. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, girls, like, you got to let me in. You know who I am. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Like, yeah. that's. That's embarrassing for you to say. Because, totally. of course, we know who you are because we're at Sir. Yeah. And he looked so greasy, so gross, nothing <laughs> like he does on TV. Just, like, gross. Ugh. And he smelled really bad. Ew. And he was just 
he's like, are you guys really not going to let me through? Like, that's fucked up, even though we didn't have, like, a second to even say, yeah, of course, go through. Yeah. Uh, it just, I don't know. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, that sucks. Because at that point, I loved Jax. Like, I thought he was just so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if I just didn't say anything because I didn't want his, like, who he is to me to be tainted, you know? Yeah. With the whole conversation with Jax. But yeah. Yeah, I wish I could wish I could go back, but that's okay. Yeah, Schwartz is like very nice. Um, and he's just like really kind. And I think especially since he has ownership with Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandy's, he's there and he's you've seen him, you know, shaking hands, saying hi, taking photos. He's really good at that. Yeah, and he just yeah, he seems so sweet. He's also just as beautiful in person. Yeah, he I, is. He's so cute. Yeah. And now I'm ready to see Peter in person because oh it, my gosh, so pretty in person. He is so like honestly, it's crazy how good looking he is in person. Even my husband. That was the first time I had ever seen him, and we went to Sir, and my husband was like, "Wow, like that guy is he even real?" And my and I go, "He is on the show, but I haven't seen him in a while," and. I thought Peter left the show. And I said, when you left the show, um, how come there was, like, no, like, announcement or anything? He goes, I'm still on the show. And he wasn't at the reunion. So then I felt kind of confused or maybe, like, I insulted him. But I don't think he's on the show anymore. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think so either. But, but he is- said, he's like, I'm still on the show. And I don't think he is. I don't think so. Because I don't... I don't know, but he is so good looking in person. Like it's crazy. And Guillermo is very handsome too. He is. Yeah. He is very- yeah. Lisa does Lisa knows what she's doing, you know, for the most part, the men that she hires, especially Tom Tom, they're so stunning. They're they're like little models, you know. Oh, I haven't been to Tom Tom yet. Oh, Tom Tom is so good. I feel like Sir is like kind of like old and just run down. And I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if they close Sir in the next, like, year or two. That's um, what I would Even, too. like, from the staff. It's not all that, like, great, in my opinion. But Tom Tom, impeccable service. Like, the food is phenomenal. Oh, my gosh. The goat cheese balls. Holy moly. They have oh, them they there, have too. Oh, they have those? Yeah. And they have them on, like, an arugula salad with um, pomegranate seeds and this. Oh, they're so good. And they make really good mocktails. Oh, because I'll see, tell them like, oh, I'm not drinking, and they'll just make like something fantastic, you know. That sounds amazing. As yeah. as soon as I moved from LA, I feel so out of the loop. <laughs> just sad. I mean, it's only an eight-hour drive. I might as well just take the drive. No, but it is far. <laughs> you have to like make like a weekend of it, you know. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So now that I've already had you on here for like 40 minutes, we should probably get into Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Oh <sighs> my god. Have so many feelings. Sorry, I'm trying to dodge my gardeners. One second, I'm trying to like. Oh, you're fine. I can take the sound out of the back too, so you're good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I don't even I don't even know where to begin with all of this, but I just feel like episode three was so draining. I feel like I needed a spa day after watching it. I've (sighs) watched it three times. Okay, I keep watching it, too, just to see if there's anything that I haven't caught. Uh-huh. Okay, so first thing I want to get into is the 
question I'm sure is on everyone's mind. Do you think that casting knew about Monica? Okay, this is what I think. I think that Monica, I don't think that there's a chance in hell. Monica's a liar. If there's one thing that we know is true, Monica lies. And I do not believe there is a chance in hell that she went in to a meeting, a potential interview with Bravo producers and said, I run an account that exposes Jen and the women on the show. And I I don't believe that. I do not believe that she tells whole truths. I don't believe that she told them that. I believe she said, oh, I have a, a social media account. See, I don't even know if she did that because you think that they would, because in all casting, which I'm sure you know this, they ask for all of your social media accounts. So if she were to say, oh, I have a social media account, they'd be like, oh, yeah, we already have that. Or, oh, you have another one. Let's look into it. Um, so I don't I don't know. And I so in the beginning, before um, the reunions, before any of the reunions, I was like production knew 100 percent. Like I had no doubt production knew because of the way that it it kind of unfolded yeah but then in talking to Tanisha it's like oh her story makes so much more sense and Tanisha's story is the same as production like they didn't know Tanisha told her right before the trip or at the trip yeah um, so I don't know but just the way that Andy's way of speaking to Monica completely changed yeah. after she said that I was yeah. like Oh, shit. Did I they? don't believe that they knew at the capacity that she's saying. And mm-hmm. I had said even before the reunion, if that were true, if that were in fact true, that production knew, like she would have thrown all of them under the bus. And Lisa Barlow went into it thinking that they all knew and confused and upset, you know, but yeah. the, I think Andy handled it well. And I don't think so, but I think it's still torn. I think people still think maybe production knew. There's people out there, there's some real weird super fans out there, okay, that think that, like, (laughs) Bravo set this whole thing up, and, you know, they think they're, like, these masterminds, and I don't think so. I think they just really play off of these people that are just nuts. I think Andy is incredibly intelligent yeah. and I do not think that he would say in front of everybody yeah we did not know about your account and and Andy at BravoCon Andy liked Monica and he thought she was a good addition and mm-hmm. he had he, I think he said he had tried to get her on like a year prior maybe she didn't want to go on until Jen was actually in prison that's what I'm thinking um but the thing that's really interesting is, you know, Jeff Lewis was talking so much crap about her, calling her low budget, saying she was on welfare, like she's not a housewife. He doesn't like looking at her, her house, like he's not into her. And Andy stood up for her and said, no, I like her. She's great. It was very um, relatable for her to say like, oh, I don't have money, but I feel like I have to have a bag to impress these ladies. And I went and bought a bag and... Andy really liked her. And even up until the reunion, like I felt, I felt like he would never get rid of her because he liked her so much, Uh huh. but she sealed the deal. You know, the way she spoke to everybody and all of her lies and the crazy stories about, you know, 
driving by Jen's house and working for the FBI and trying to catch her drinking and driving. It's like, you are a crazy person. Holy shit. Do you think she actually believes these lies, though? Because, like, the way that Andy said, so you're telling me that the FBI asked you to find out if Jen Shaw is drinking and driving? And they're like, she's in her house. Like, who cares? I think... I think that she thought, like, she, I think she has some sort of, something's wrong with her mentally. I, well, I believe that 100%. The fact that she thought, like, oh, I'm an informant. I don't think she was ever an informant. I think. I don't think so either. I think she gave, she contacted somebody. I mean, how does she contact the FBI? I think she contacted a cop who probably knew of Jen Shaw locally and she told some information. And I do believe that they were probably following and watching Jen Shaw for years. And she probably mm-hmm. knew a cop. It was probably someone that she'd been sleeping with. Who knows? Her brother-in-law was a fire captain. You know, yeah. she was sleeping with that guy. So she's probably very well connected with, like, you know, cops and firefighters. <laughs> Yeah. Or, I mean, the whole thing is there was a huge investigation going on. Of course, they're going to ask people closest to her. And guess who that is? It's going to be her assistant who knows all of her passwords and everything. So they probably did have conversations with her. Yeah. But it was like, hey, what do you know about this? But do you really think that she's going to say anything like bad if she's in an interview? Or you think she's going to lead with like the best stuff? And the women said that they were confused because remember in the very like first episode when we were introduced to Monica and Monica and Lisa were going to go to lunch. Monica was so pissed off that Lisa didn't remember her and Lisa was confused. And I feel like you could kind of read that in that Uh scene. If you go back because Monica used to have blonde hair and Monica never went by the name Monica Garcia. She went by her kids names. It was like may something so weird i mean the names that she's gone through i i've never known anybody like this have you who changes their names all the time no well it's funny because so my last name i was never legally adopted by my stepdad but he raised me since i was like two so i used his last name yeah but it was my legal last name so it was so funny because i'm like it would be hilarious if i was ever on the housewives and they're like wait a second who is this girl with three different last names because now yeah yeah, uh, but no, for for the reasoning she had, I was just like, what is happening? But also, Rachel Raquel. Yeah, I mean, kind of oh, like it's crazy. going crazy. Yeah. Okay, he- I want to ask you. So during the reunion, I felt like any time the women, especially Lisa Barlow, Lisa Barlow and Angie are such triggers to her. I really feel like. People who are insecure and jealous and not happy within themselves, which is understandable seeing the dynamic that she has with her mom. Mm-hmm. It's understandable to under, to to see like, hey, she's going to have some issues. She's going to have some um, self-esteem issues. But I think people who are really unhappy with themselves, they project and they're mean and they're nasty. So I think she's so jealous of Angie and Lisa and their success. Like she's... They're everything that she wants to be. She wants the family. She wants the lifestyle. She wants everything, right? Yes. And I am obviously no doctor, but 
the way that she speaks at all times with those women is a pure trauma response. Like, I think that she still wants so badly for her mom to think that she's the greatest. Yeah. So whenever she's speaking with them, it's like, if they're not praising her, she's like, wait a second, like, what can I do to get praise? And like, I I don't know. It's very, it's very weird. The reactions with her her and the ladies is. And did you notice that anytime Lisa or Angie would like have a fact, like a legit fact, Hey, you did this. You drove to Jen Shaw's. The only time I ever spoke about going in a private jet with Snoop Dogg was with Jen at her house. And the fact that you heard that is crazy because you were listening in on cameras. And of course she's never going to admit that because that's like criminal, you know? Yes. And anytime, anytime anyone would have a fact, she would scream over them and call them sick and cuss them out. And it was insane. It is a major trauma response because her mom has told her her whole life that she's nothing. Yeah. And so when she's trying to get in with these women and look like she is just as amazing as them, if they call her out, it's like an instant, like, I got to be on the defense because that's how she's had to be with her mom her whole life. But the whole Snoop Dogg thing blew my mind. Yeah. Because was that aired? Yes, because they were... They were, I don't know if that was at a part at, um, I don't know if that was, um, at a cast trip or if that was at Angie's house, they were all somewhere. And when she said that Lisa Barlow was like, Whoa, you know, she's like, I never said that to you. I never said that to you, Monica. And seeing it, but sorry, I cut you off. I remember remember if it was ever aired. So when you said the Snoop Dogg thing I'm like I can't believe I put that out of my mind like that is- yeah what do you think about um hold on one second oh I'm, I have notes oh so the thing that I don't understand that Monica doesn't understand is her posting from this account the things that Jen Shaw was saying like she thinks she's a savior saving the day but really all she was doing was magnifying the horrible things that Jen was doing. So she's just as bad, if not worse, than Jen in that aspect. Like, yes, Jen would go on Twitter and call Heather gay, like, terrible names and Shrek, but she left it at that, you know? Here, Monica goes, and Monica claims that she's trying to destroy Jen Shaw and save the day, when actually she's just as bad, if not worse. She reminds me of a mean girl, like girls that will be like, oh, you think so-and-so is your friend? Well, guess what? She said that you're ugly. It's yeah. like not helping anybody except you think yourself. Yeah. Things. And I, I don't think that she thought that she was um, exposing Jen Shaw in those moments. I really don't. I think it was more of she wanted all the girls to be against Jen. And for her, whenever she becomes the savior, like, oh, I don't worry, guys, got her arrested. And she said all these terrible things about you. But it's like, I don't I wouldn't want my friend to be posting like, you know, if someone said that I was ugly or I look like Shrek, I wouldn't want you going and posting it online just to show everybody like how embarrassing. No, it was really unfortunate and it was mean and it's it's traumatic and so sad that Heather is an adult woman, a business owner, a mom. 
you know, an author, and she has to sit there on that stage and relive and repeat these horrible, nasty, ugly things, bullying, you know, things that were said about her. And it's cruel. Like, nobody wants to hear people and have people say things about their appearance as a woman. And I really was pissed off at page six recently because they posted how Heather Gay looks so different at Watch What Happens Live. And I was like, uh, how about we quit commenting on how women look? She looks gorgeous. Like, what's the problem? Yeah, well, now I can't even remember the dude's name. But the guy that gave information to Page Six that was incorrect about Tanisha. Yeah. uh, So I would think Page Six would be like, oh, let's, like, really think about the shit that we post now. Because. Who who did it? Koma? No, it was. Oh, my God. I can't even remember his name because he's like. (sighs) I'll put it in the show notes. I can't remember his name. Okay. Uh, but he, that's his job. He has, like, a big following on Instagram and TikTok to find oh. out things about people. And he sent it to um, Page Six. And then him oh, and wow. Tisha were on Connection Queens Live fighting back and forth about how, like, Oh, oh, S- something Summers. Yes. He is friends with Monica. Oh, I didn't know that piece of information. Yeah, so he's friends, Patrick Summers, right? Yes, Patrick. So Patrick Summers is friends with Monica, and I, you you know about him, right? Like, he was involved in all of that drama with Kathy Hilton and Serena. So he will say things, and he told me he's retired, but he's clearly not retired from the drama. He will say anything. And when he was reaching out to Connection Queen, I just said, you know, you talk to whoever you want and go live with whoever you want, but you need to be cautious and you need to look him up and you need to, you know, be careful. And he, from talking to him in my DMs, I very much got the impression that he was friends with Monica. So I was playing nice and he really wanted me and Connection Queen to go live with him. And I was like, "Eh, I don't really know about this. I just didn't want to be associated with it, you know? Yeah, definitely got the weirdest feeling from him. And everybody was eating him up. Like, oh, he's so great and wonderful. Like, Patrick, thank you for being on Tanisha's side and blah, 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 blah. And I just had a weird feeling. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I don't know. This guy's kind of kind of weird. But the fact that he called it out and was like, listen, I gave bad information to page six. They rolled. They ran with it. If I was page six, I would sure as hell be like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to post about this anymore. Like, no, because no one's going to believe us, especially posting about like Heather's looks like get, is it a slow day? Like go find something else to do, do something productive. Okay. That's another thing too. Like going off of her looks when the whole thing came about of her looking like Shrek and all of that, like lay off, dude. Like what? It didn't make any sense. And then they were saying, like, oh, um, Tanisha must not be doing her hair anymore. I'm like, gosh. gosh. Like, this. That was rude to Tanisha. Honestly, if I had Heather's money, I'd look different too. You better believe it. I'd be looking different too. (laughs) Yeah. And the stress that she's under, like, everyone's like, oh, well, she's definitely on Ozempic. I'm like, it's called. Who cares? It's called. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Even if she is, who cares? Good for her. We all would be. (laughs) Yeah. No kidding. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I know that you're going to have to go soon, but I do want to go. No, I wanted also, um, I want to ask your opinion about the pause situation. What do you think of this? About Monica? Monica. 
Do you think like she put herself on pause? Do you think Bravo put her on pause? Do you think they're just being generous and letting her like say, hey, like you're not going to be on this upcoming season, but maybe we'll see. Like, what do you think? I think that because Andy made it seem like she put herself on pause. Yeah, that's what he made it seem. But honestly, I think it all stemmed from the fact that she said, oh, production knew. Yeah. I think Andy was probably like, we need to dig into this, see if A, production did know, because if they did, and, that's an issue. Yeah. And B, we need to see how much of this is a lie, because she's a major liability, especially for Andy, because if she knows information about all the ladies and clearly knows, can, like, tap into people's security systems and stalk people, like, I think he just needs to do a little research, and he probably told her, like, listen, yeah, you made it, There needs action. to be an investigation. Yeah. And he even said, he called her out. He said, you never told us this. You led with, oh, I had an affair with my brother-in-law. And they played that out to us. Like, it was recent. And that shit was 10 years ago. Her and her husband still stayed together. Yeah. And then uh, Monica, or not Monica, when Monica was talking and Andy mentioned that, like, oh, you slept with your brother-in-law, Heather said, oh, and -and so-and-so's assistant what yeah someone said something about her also sleeping with like an assistant so she you know what I mean so oh my gosh I don't know what how I skipped over that but I did not hear that part and well because they were all screaming at each other and so I watched it when it originally aired like the next day then I watched it on Peacock yesterday then I watched it the Peacock one again today and every time I watch it I just get other things out of it because they're always screaming and it's so hard to catch you know yeah you have to like slow it down and try to listen to everybody's that is crazy I feel like though anybody that's gonna sleep with your brother-in-law or whoever it was you've got major issues and those need to be looked into before you're on a show because I just can't believe even that they cast Jen Shaw I mean, she was, I mean, they got to look into people's finances and backgrounds. She's renting houses, like, you know, literally renting like furnished homes, going from home to home and has this shady business. I just wish they would have done better with her. I just don't think she's great. I th- I never liked her. I always she thought she was either. What? She wasn't even interesting. No, and she was very abusive. She was really leaning towards like, oh, I'm so rich. I'm so fabulous. And she wasn't. She's renting. When they seized all the stuff from her house to try to get money for these victims, all the purses and stuff were fake. There was like so many fake Chanel's and fake this and fake that. It's like, ugh. Yeah, they need to do, they really need to do better in looking into the background because, and I can't remember her name. She did a TikTok that was like, so good but Mm. it's everything is getting so dark yeah I mean we feed off of it because of all the scandals that have happened like we need it but also at the end of the day it's like housewives is no longer what it was yeah it's to get back to like original like OC and Atlanta and like just I just want to watch rich people that's all yeah I don't want to watch all these scandals anymore (laughs) yeah and I don't mind like a little bit of a scandal I mean honestly the housewives wasn't that great back then I mean we would see Kim Zosiak with a drink in her hand in the car you know smoking in the living room with her kids (laughs) like people assaulting each other it wasn't great you know it's been bad but I think that they need to they need to change the culture and the environment of housewives it needs to be safe 
for all cast members and production. And that needs to be the first and foremost priority. I yeah. feel like people like Jen Shaw and Monica belong on TLC. Like 90 Day Fiance, yes. they'll hire criminals to go and get a wife from Asia. And it's like, yes. that is scary. Yeah, or Bad Girls Club. Get them on yeah. back. How many of those people are in jail or have gone to jail? You know, yes. it's crazy. It's terrifying. And also, like, and I don't want to point any fingers, but I feel like Bravo really needs to help a little more with mental health because the 100%. I started bawling. Like, I'm not a crier, but I started yeah. bawling when Heather said, you know, Andy, that this is the hardest part of the job is getting bullied online. Yeah. Because the little bit of bullying quote unquote that we get for the podcast wrecks me like I had to take an entire month break because I was like because little things like little things that people would say (laughs) I'm like I can't imagine being on national television and having people rip apart my appearance and just everything about me my kids my house because they're showing their real lives and then to get ripped apart I'm like there's got to be a better way that they help with their mental health or Gina from OC (laughs) What's that? Poor Gina from OC. Like, they're always ripping her. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, all, I feel like all of them, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it was kind of hard for me to watch part three because I'm like, this is people's real lives and yeah. they're, they're real people. And it's sad. And she, I feel like she just looked so defeated. And also, Andy, really fast to go into Andy. Uh-huh. How long do you think he's going to do these reunions? I don't know. I feel like Craig will probably take over. Craig at BravoCon, he was like hosting, excuse me, he was hosting so many things. He's so good. And Andy loves him. Craig is so like charismatic. He's really good at that. I feel like it'll be Craig. Craig from Southern Charm? Yeah. Eventually. But I mean, Andy's good. It's not like he's 90. I mean, he's got years. He loves it. I just think this, the only reason I asked that is because on the last, um, on part three, uh-huh. he just seemed like he was done. He oh, was well, I'm sure he's exhausted. He's got toddlers at home and they yeah. were screaming. He's like, I'm used to this in New Jersey, like in Miami, not here. Um, yeah, I would have been done too, you know, and yeah. they filmed for hours, like 12 hours, you know? Yeah, I think on part three, weren't they on like part, uh, hour 11 or something crazy? Yeah, they film so long. It's such a long day. He was definitely over it, you know? Yeah, I guess, I guess he probably just needs a little time, but I'm like, man, he's got to be exhausted. He's got to be over it. And it's not like us where we can just go, you know what? I'm not going to film today or I'm not going to record the podcast today. Like I'm kind of yeah. over it little bit like he's got to be on at all times because he's Andy Cohen and he's making so much money from it and it's to be expected you know the reunions are the big thing and it keeps the buzz going around the show I had seen on social media and I'm so upset I didn't save it or bookmark it um but they said that there were two potential newbies on Salt Lake that were interviewing yes I I can't figure out who they were and I want to like dive into them Dang it. I, sh- I wish I would have done a little more research on that because I've seen it a couple times too. If I- you see it again, send it to me, please. Okay. I will definitely do that. I'll go look it up right after this because I'm interested, that- but also at the same time, I'm like, there's been so much crap that's come out about Salt Lake that hasn't been true that I'm just like tired. And here's the thing also about Housewives. Yes, this is their lives and this is like their real lives. But then again, it's kind of 
you know, they, they glorify the good and they don't want to share any of the bad or like the ugly, you know, like, yeah. like Meredith rents and is her business really doing that great? I've had friends that go, have gone to Salt Lake and tried to go to her store to buy stuff and it's never open, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you wonder how much of that is just for the show too. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just like Sutton's place. Like, does she actually do anything? Oh, she has an event um, on Tuesday. Uh, oh, we got really? a, yeah, we got an event. We got an invite to go to it. It's like some event, like a something going on there. But that's the day of the Vanderpump Rules premiere. So I'm, oh, I'm so you know. jealous. I wanted to go so bad. <laughs> you guys should have hosted something. Do you and Marissa live near each other? Uh, we live two hours away. We met. Oh darn! Together, so we live two hours away. But um, now that she had the baby, she's just she's taken a a long break she's not even yeah I mean she's watching everything but she's not even like going on TikTok or anything, so yeah uh-huh. for sure you have to really enjoy those first few months because it just goes by so quick yes I wrote I voice texted her today and I'm like okay I know like you have a baby and all but like when <laughs> my time because I'm ready for you to come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah you miss her it is yeah and she's I don't know she needs that time for sure though it's definitely like the best yeah um, okay so last thing and then I'll let you go because thank you so much you've been on here for quite a bit Uh, oh no I'm having a great time with you oh good (laughs) so I have to go into Mary yeah I okay I think that we might have different ideas on her I'm not 100% sure but first off why was she there well I'm glad she showed up are (laughs) you well, I'm glad she showed up because before she didn't show up, you know, people had messaged me like complete and total strangers would message me throughout the season. And I would go to, you know how, when someone messages you who you don't follow, who maybe doesn't follow you and you have to go like to approve it. Yes. And it would say, I hate Mary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it would, people hated her. And I always used to say, I think Mary's funny. I think she's like, you know, makes things not so serious, but I've totally changed my opinion oh. and my views on Mary. A hundred, I've 180 degrees changed. Okay. That's interesting. Cause I thought that the last time we had a conversation about Mary, I think it was you and you said, Oh, I kind of like her. Like she's kind of funny. And I'm like, are you, she has drive me crazy since the very second I saw her. I did like her. I think I can't believe even to this day. I didn't like her. I just thought, whoa, she's like good TV. She has good TV. Um, I never, I, I can't believe that she runs a church and people like, you know, praise her and look to her for guidance and advice. I think she's the most socially awkward, um, shallow, just mean person. And the things that she said about these women in regards to like, being racist I I can understand like Heather said like the Mormon doctrine is heavily embedded in you know racist cultures and beliefs and I understand that I don't know enough about it it's not my it's not my area to speak but to say like oh Whitney's racist or this and that I think that's so mean and damaging and that is a toxic allegation and when Whitney said I'm I'm so glad that Whitney finally stood up for herself and said how can you explain to me I'm and she said it's just a feeling yeah Yeah. just a feeling I'm like okay are we not gonna look deeper into this because there's been so many allegations this year this season alone on all the Salt Lake City women yeah huge like that is if she were 
that would be a big problem for Bravo. Like we should probably talk a little more about it, but they just threw it under the rug. They're like, Oh, okay. Anyway. So Whitney's racist moving on. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, but Yeah. She did. Yeah. And, and man, Mary, I just think she's really toxic. I hope she doesn't come back. I don't think the show needs her for what for, you know, she's mean to everybody. Monica's not going to be on the show. And the thing that confused me the most, and I haven't talked about this is that she hated Jen. Like she hated Jen. She, and Mary hated Jen. She spoke poorly about Jen. And here she is kind of befriending Monica. And Monica reminded me so much of Jen. Do you think that Mary is afraid of what Monica knows? And wants to be friends with her? Because I don't know what Mary it is. I think, I, think, uh, I think that maybe Mary... I think that maybe Mary doesn't like these women so much that she thinks like, Oh, I'm not surprised. They don't like you. Like, it's like a team thing, but you know, Mm -hmm. once she does her own investigating, she'll see like Monica was talking badly about her and posting badly, bad things about her. Somebody posted, I wish I could remember what account it was. Some account on social media was so excited because Mary started following them. And I said, enjoy it while you can before she blocks you. Didn't she block you? Oh, Monica blocked me, but I'm talking about Mary. Because Mary will, like, follow someone and like stuff, and then they'll post something that she doesn't agree with, and she'll go after them. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do not want Mary following me. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't really even post much about her because I don't want to get involved. Like, she needs to stop worrying about what people are saying about her on social media, and she needs to worry about why the hell her son may or not may not be married in her home having the deed with oh. his chick and like so loudly okay that was uh, I wanted to throw up but I don't know why I was surprised because she did marry her grandpa like that there's no boundaries with her but the fact that she was like oh you know my son's not that good I'm like oh my oh, it's so weird it's so weird oh my gosh yeah I absolutely hated that and the way that she said oh, they don't make a Gucci in a size 12 talking about Heather. I'm like, and I was like so pissed off because I've gone to Gucci and I have a big chest and I've bought bathing suits and they have all the way up until extra large. So Mary needs to sit down and she needs to control herself. She is so rude. That and it was I don't know why she has to body shame Heather all the time. And And she was body shaming her. And I don't know why. Heather, I feel bad for Heather. I feel like Heather really suffers with like low self-esteem because even there, she could have really stuck it to Mary and said, you know what, Mary? Yeah, I was bigger. And I did get that at Gucci. And thank you, Gucci, for being, you know, inclusive yeah. to women of my size. It's oh, yeah. Terrible. Uh, she would have gotten so many things from Gucci, I'm sure. I'm sure they'd be like, oh, here you go, girl. Like, rock it. Yeah, but so sad. I just didn't think it was fair. And I wish that Andy or someone would have stood up and been like, listen, this is not the place nor the time to be body shaming. Because she was. And for yeah. her, oh, I didn't mean it that way. And Heather's like, yeah, she didn't mean it that way. I'm yeah, like, she turns on her preacher lady, you know. Yes. She just turns it on and off whenever she wants. Ugh. And it's so not believable. I, her church is probably terrified of her, her congregation. Oh, yeah. They have this, bo- like, a trauma bond with her, I'm sure. And same with Heather. Like, she just got out of 
the quote-unquote relationship with Jen Shaw because she was so scared of her, which rightfully so. And yeah. with Mary, she's like, no, Mary didn't mean it. I'm like, stop. Stand up. I think, I think Heather just wants to play nice. You know, people are not – if you you have a friend who's Mormon, and I had babysitters that were – I'm from Arizona, and so, you know, yeah. I'm very familiar with people that are Mormon. They're the nicest people. They are so nice and kind and especially women are always taught to just like be sweet and be nice and just be perfect. And so I think Heather has a hard time making, you know, people upset or disagreeing, honestly. I guess that's true though, because it's probably hard to turn off because she was in that culture for so long, not culture, but raised in it for so long. Um, So that makes a lot of sense, but it just makes me so sad. I'm like just sitting there crying tears for this woman I don't know because I'm like just say something or someone else say something yeah it was sweet at the end when Whitney was like can I give you a hug yes. you know oh, yeah yeah, it was Love sweet Whitney. you know and they have a very I feel like I I feel like Whitney and Heather have a really real authentic relationship especially not just because they're cousins but as real friends like you can have arguments with your friend and get over it you know yeah, you don't have to like. You don't have to take it to the next level where it's so toxic and damaging and you know violent or aggressive. So I really do enjoy their relationship. Yes, and I felt like it was a good break when she said, "Can I hug you?" Because then it yeah calmed everything down. She gave her a hug, like she had a second to process everything. So yeah, good. Um, I will leave you with one question about Heather. Okay. Um. What do you think about her blaming production on her book for about? Oh my gosh. I think it's crazy. I think, I think it's so, I think the way that she apologized publicly, because that's the most public platform to Mm -hmm. be able at the reunion, apologize to production and for Lisa Barlow to come out and say, I was so pissed at you, Heather, last season for, you know, putting production's lives on the line and blaming um I think it was I think it was really bad and I hope she learned her lesson and I hope yeah. she doesn't lie anymore I really don't want to get to a point where Heather's kind of like a Giselle where she's like producing you know like yeah producing scenes and things and I just don't like that I don't like it when the cast puts that hat on and has too much creative control or thinks they do I don't like yeah. it I just want you to show up and film and be a housewife you know Yes. And I think, um, what do you think about the production thing? So at first I was like, Oh no. Like I had my hand on my mouth, like, Oh shit. Because yeah. she, when they were saying that it's like, she's kind of in the same boat as Monica. Like, did you know that before? I did not know any of that. No, reunion. I didn't okay. either. And, but as soon as I heard her, the first thing that came out of Heather's yeah. mouth, first off, I want to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Instant redemption because in her face as well yeah it was nothing like Monica's she looked like she was truly remorseful she she doesn't look like she wants to do anything for the show like she kind of just seems like all right guys like let's get back to how we were because yeah this is not the world I want to live in is kind of what I got from her so I was like okay and Monica never once said sorry no never once said sorry nope it's all blame a hundred percent blame. Like if, if the roles were reversed and she was in Heather's position and she had lied about production, which she did. Yeah. And 
Andy came and said, what do you, what do you think about this? What do you have to say? She'd be like, oh, well, production did, or, oh, well, you know, Heather made me say, like, it would be deflection off of her. And so the way that Heather just took ownership and was like, I'm sorry, like, I fucked up and didn't Uh, say anything after, like, she didn't try to. Yeah redeem herself and that's the way it should be and that's what I wish Rachel would have done she has good PR people helping her I that's what I believe because I do believe oh, that Heather, I, I meant yeah. Rachel I was like no uh, no what Heather has really good PR people behind her um and yeah, that's or that's her genuinely I just think that whoever is behind her and helping her and guiding her through this life and this journey of her being on television they're giving her really good advice because that, that was the best thing. Be, be vulnerable and be sorry. And I believe that she's sorry. I genuinely do. Yes. Um, I don't think that we've heard the end of it when it comes to Monica and these women. And if I were these women, I would be really scared because she's scary. Yes. Oh, actually one thing we didn't, talk about why don't you think that or why do you think that Tanisha's name wasn't bleeped out on the finale but it was at the reunion I thought something was going to come out about how they weren't allowed to talk about it or something but it never did so it was bleeped out at the reunion yeah so um, on the finale it wasn't bleeped out I've always had heard it bleeped out I thought oh okay so on the um at least the Peacock version of the finale, she said, Tanisha is the main person. Tanisha's the main person. Oh, I never heard that. Yeah, it was it was clear as day. Tanisha- Maybe Tanisha gave approval. Who knows? She didn't. Oh, she so, said she didn't? No, she didn't give approval. She's also in the same boat of like, why? Because when we watched the um, episode two or part two, I was like, oh, I bet we have to find out on part three why they are bleeping all of that out. Uh-huh. but no they they didn't say anything so I'm like what the heck like is there a lawsuit what's happening oh I mean what is she gonna do sue them like give me a break you know no I don't think I I don't think so but I think production was probably like shit we need to start crossing our t's and dotting our i's because people <laughs> this shit's- yeah well anyone that was involved with Monica and that whole website you know account they're yeah. just all, it's all a mess. And you know what? Tanisha's not as innocent as she claims. And I believe that also. Yeah. I don't think she's a hundred percent innocent because if she's sitting there getting information from her clients and Heather Gay, and then going and telling Monica for them to use it against people, that's wrong. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, Tanisha has been the only person that has come out and said like, okay, this is the part I was involved in. Like I yeah. was X, Y, and Z. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, none of them are innocent. None. No. And not Tanisha um, either. No. But the fact that Monica just threw out one person's name was like, come on, give me a fucking break. Like, you know, it's going to come out. Yeah. But anyways, um, thank you so, so, so much for being on here. I'm going to let you go unless there's anything else that you wanted to chat about because I know you're super busy. No, I had such a good time talking with you and I think we're just on the same page and I'm excited to see where they go from here with the next yeah. season. Me too. Thank you again for coming on and covering for Marissa. We have like six more weeks of this. so <laughs> I hope you find a bunch of fun co-hosts. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.